0: Hi everybody, this is Dave Hodges of the Common Sense Show and we are the show that is freeing America one enslaved mind at a time as you know, we are brought to you by preparewithdave.com listen, with all the volatility in the world today you do not want to get caught short we've got enough for you to get through an acute crisis, two weeks $75, that's cheaper than you get at the grocery store, including coupons and you can protect your family now now you can buy more, we limit two per person per day per order but you can simply come back and order more but people said Dave I don't have a lot of money to put out can you do something around two weeks well you asked and we have answered that call two weeks $75 great quality food restaurant quality no glyphosates no GMOs 25 year shelf life go to in your URL preparewithdave.com to get started protecting your family today also we're brought to you by Renaissance Precious Metals Renaissance Precious Metals is the company of my good friend, Steve Quayle. I'm also a customer, converting my soon-to-be worthless cash into precious metals that will hold their value and have had for thousands of years. How do you get a hold of Steve? How do you get started? He'll tell you if this is right for you. Simply go to the phone, pick it up, call. Here you go. Ready for the number? 406-586-4842. 406 406-586- 586 Four eight four two. Ladies and gentlemen, we have a really special guest for you. This is going to be mind-boggling. And she always turns heads, puts people on their ear when she appears. And I'm talking about Lisa Haven and lisa haven is well known to everybody particularly on youtube and yes she's a victim of shadow banning she's a victim of censorship too but uh, she continues to put out high quality work you can find a lot of her work on before us news but i'll also let her promote her own stuff here because she has her own website she has her own youtube channel and they're worthy of your visitation lisa welcome to the show i'm glad you could join us
1: Yeah, thanks for having me on. I'm excited to be here with you.
0: Well, since the last time we talked, uh, we have now joined Podcast One. So we're on with some of those notables like Laura Ingram, Ben Shapiro, Dennis Miller. So we're really happy to be with them. We're still on Red State Talk Radio, KYAH, uh, out of Utah. Ogden, Utah is our flagship station. We are brought to you by Global Star. They do the satellite broadcasting for us. They do just a terrific job. So, Lisa, we're kind of all over the map, but we're expanding expanding our reach and uh, we're glad that you're one of the first people to join us on our new podcast one uh, 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 programming.
1: Oh yeah, thank you. I'm I'm happy to be here on your, on your new programming. <laughs> Thanks for bringing me on.
0: Yes, yeah, it's just yeah, we're so excited about this. But anyway, there's a lot going on in the world, and you have covered so much of it so well. Sometimes your reports uh, make me want to sleep under the bed, but uh, nonetheless. You're giving us very valuable information, and so when you look at the world events that you've covered, what do you think are some of the top stories that the listening audience really needs to be concerned about?
1: Well, right now, I think one of uh, the reports that I did recently, and I titled it, The U.S. Government Admits They're Able to Control the Weather, Earthquakes, Volcano, and Climate Change, is one that I've been focusing on a little bit lately because you have the massive droughts that are happening over in Europe and Britain and Germany, and then you have here in America, we have the wildfires in California, droughts hitting also parts uh, of of our nation, and then we have... Uh, predictions for, you know, just from the farmer's almanac saying this winter is going to get a little crazy. Now, I, I talk a lot about a solar minimum and how the changes in the sun account for that. And, and I've also shared on my channel how the globalists use uh, the fact that the solar minimum is, is happening as one of their excuses to say climate change, glo- global warming is real. No, it's part of the cycle, <laughs> you know, natural cycles of the sun. Uh, but either way, um, I wanted to bring it back also to the fact that the government is able to control the weather. And, and, and I do believe that that also plays a part in their climate change lie because this is something a lot of people think is a conspiracy theory and so they don't believe that the US government or any other governments of the world can actually control the weather and the truth of the matter is what I've done on my channel and um, is just try to expose the fact that there actually is document which you can go to the CIA gov straight to their own website, plug in the name HARP. you can plug in weather warfare you can plug in cloud seeding, documents come up and they all admit uh, that that they're doing things with the weather, and I wanted to share. I guess one of the one of the biggest ones that I came across recently, and I hadn't seen this one before, but it was in the U.S. Department of Defense, so a DoD website. And basically, here's what they said, and I'm going to read it verbatim because not only does it talk about bioengineered weapons, but it also talks about the fact that they can um, control earthquakes and volcanoes, those kinds of things. Um, is that okay if I read that real quick? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, here's what it says. And just so um, people have the exact name of that document, it's archive.defense.gov. And then you just want to plug in Secretary of Defense William S. Cohen and it has the April 28th, 1997. So people can get it there uh, just for starters. But here's what it says. There are some reports, for example, they're talking about uh, you know, uh, reports of other countries doing things to ours. So this is kind of the, the premises of it. There are some reports that some countries have been trying to construct something like an Ebola virus. And that would be very dangerous phenomenon to say the least alan teffler has written about this in terms of some scientists in their laboratories trying to devise certain types of pathogens that would be ethnic specific so that they could just eliminate certain ethnic groups and races and others are designing some sort of engineering some sort of insects that can destroy specific crops others are engaging even in an eco type of terrorism whereby they can alter the climate they can set off earthquakes volcanoes remotely through the use of electromagnetic waves and the last little thing here it says there are plenty of minds out there that are at work finding ways in which they can wreak terror upon other nations it is real And that's the reason we have to intensify our efforts, and that's why this is so important. So that's the clip there.
0: Lisa, I've got uh, one thing to add to what you've said. So here's more confirming evidence. There's an old document from the 90s that was really kept under wraps. And I first published it on my website, oh gosh, four or five years ago. And people can go to show.com, go to the search engine we provide, and put in this term, Air Force Owning the Weather 2025. And it talks about how they can use, as you said, electromagnetic frequencies. In fact, they list the patents for this. So this is DOD patented stuff that was top secret at one time. And they say they can uh, move fault lines. That they could move weather patterns, and you're right, HARP is part of this process. They stopped short of saying anything about volcanoes. Now, I've talked to someone who's actually a signatory to this document, and he said, he ended up leaving the air force because he uh, disagreed with weaponizing this but he was also told the chinese and the russians have weaponized it as well so you're absolutely right when you said in the beginning of our interview that the chinese made news because they can create bad weather uh, based on their technology so you're absolutely correct this the evidence is overwhelming
1: yeah, and here's part of the problem. Now, I read some of that article on what China's doing. They were also attempting to create a cloud uh, using cloud-seating technology and other technology the size of Alaska. <laughs> and that's, uh, that's a problem because... Here's the thing, if you're sucking up the water in one area, you're going to have repercussions on another area. If they truly are working on some kind of cloud formation the size of Alaska, then that could mean, well, you're going to hit drought maybe in Europe, which is... Strikingly, exactly what is happening. And in that same document, that defense document, they even admit, and multiple others that I've read as well, they admit that if you mess with the weather, the problem with that is. It- you mess with it in one area it always affects another area like what's going on if they really are creating that cloud in china then that would explain why there's such a drought in the european nations then it's it's terrifying you mess with the weather you can yeah you can add cloud seeding that's not even people think that's a conspiracy theory no it's a fact
0: <laughs> no it's a case of uh, short term gain and to hell with the long term pain that's how i look at it
1: exactly well the other to to help verify this for the listeners out there um they they even sell cloud seeding technology in the private sector i i know of two different companies um if people want to google or look up or write down uh, n a w m as in mikec.org. It's called North American Weather Modification Council. This is a group that basically pushes and promotes cloud seeding. They even have an interactive map. Uh, that goes over all the different, you know, uh, states here in the United States in which they've already serviced and done things like modified snow, like how much snowfall or or, or uh, modified rain. Uh, in some cases, you know, pulled back the rain. In some cases, added to the rain. In some cases, messed with the snow. Uh, if you've heard of some of the burning snow from videos in the past, that black liquid, you know, when they would burn it. Remember those videos?
0: Yes, absolutely. Yeah.
1: I believe that it's linked to these cloud seeding things. It's a possibility. Uh, but that was one agency. Another agency people could look up is weathermodification.com. I mean, there's entire websites, and, and and some of them actually sell it and do this for the private sector. So it's interesting. Here we have... Some doing it outside of the U.S. government and people still don't believe it. And we have government documents that admit it and not just cloud seeding. We have, as I read in that DOD report, they very openly admit that, yeah, other countries have the ability to mess with volcanoes and mess with earthquakes. That would be your heart messing with the ionosphere, which they've done, by the way. Uh, So it's just interesting to see so much evidence out there if anybody just looks and sees or watches you and I there they are well aware and they know uh, but this could explain a lot of what we're seeing recently a lot of what we've seen in the past as well
0: uh, I totally agree with you but you rattled off I think four referencing documents I added a fifth there's just absolutely no question that this is real Is this what the future of mankind is coming down to, where we're going to live in a hellhole of weather manipulation?
1: You know, the thing is, we can't control really what other countries do. That's the hard part of it. So we have other countries who are messing with the weather. We're messing with the weather. And like I said, one affects the other. And, and that could cause serious Devastations you know when the Bible Talks about end times famines And pestilences and you know Almost you can throw in water Wars in the future or something of That nature because in the direction That we're headed they could use That as a weapon you could end up killing millions of people Uh, like over in Europe it's so bad, the droughts are so bad and that's going to affect our food supply that's what we have to remember too Uh, but the weather is so bad and the heat waves are so bad there that ancient uh, burial sites are starting to surface and you could see it they were were pretty interesting footages uh, that I saw but we just have to remember that when you go mess with God's creation, <laughs> you know, I think there's bigger repercussions sometimes than even we can imagine. And so uh, I think we need to take our own advice. Don't screw with the weather. But unfortunately, that's exactly what the governments of the world are. They even made a treaty back, I think it was in the, in the 1970s or 1960s, where they all got together and said, we're not going to mess with the weather. Right, because they were scared. That was with Project Popeye, where they went and expanded the cloud over the Viet Cong, I believe. Uh, and, and that's an interesting study uh, if you've not done that one. But Project Popeye dealt with the cloud seeding, and they came to a treaty after that, saying we're not going to mess with this anymore. But obviously, they broke that treaty. So,
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> no kidding. They did break that treaty. Absolutely, no question about it. Uh, how do you know about? Op- withdave.com that's waterwithdave.com save $80 for a short time Operation Popeye I thought that was really really classified
1: it's in documents Um, I actually there, in in memorandums like here's how here's how I got information on it if, if you go to CIA library right and you plug in on their search you can do this too Dave go into their search plug in HARP and there's one document that comes up, and it says "Harp" in in the title. And what the what the report is on when you open the actual report, the word "Harp" is completely stricken from that entire report. It's not even on there. Uh, but so I know it's linked to Harp what they're talking about because they accidentally forgot to take it out of the title. But it's nowhere to be found in the report. That's not a coincidence. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I think they make mistakes too at the government end. So I pulled it up. And it was back in in the report right at the same time as Project Popeye. Highly classified. And as you know, Project Popeye now falls under the banner of Harpish.
0: So you're looking to thank someone special for helping you get through the year. Noble Gold has the perfect gift. It's a four-coin set of rare, solid 24-karat gold, Augusta St. Gaudens Lady Liberties. These impressive coins are bullion-grade proofs authenticated by the U.S. Mint. They're changing the current American Eagle design. They're not making any more. Only 20 left. Buy two sets, it'll cost you less than $10,000, and you'll be gifted a free Apollo 11 coin. Discover more by calling Noble Gold at 877-646-5347. Because
1: it's kind of all gone in that direction. Uh, But in this whole entire report, they talk and, and convene back and forth, talking about how they need to conceal the information. And we can't let this out. And there's news articles that got released at that same time. And you can pull up a New York Times article. Uh, and I'm, gosh, I'm blanking on the name of that New York Times article. Uh, but it pulls up whether, uh, if you, I think it's New York Times, uh, the Viet Cong, uh, weather or, or cloud seeding. If you pull those keywords up, you can pull. And I, and I put it in... Um, What is my report? I think I put it in in one of my uh, videos there. I think it's in an interview I did with Justice Knight, whatever that last one was. I did link it in that article. But um, it's interesting because they admit that they seeded the clouds, and you can link it to Project Popeye. And it's just interesting. So that's where all the information, and it's still a classified report. But it leaked out via New York Times and I think even um, one other source. But they were telling the people in that main document to go and hide the information, hide it now uh, before this information gets out. And they did attempt to hide it, but it still got out in the mainstream media. It was um, interesting.
0: Do you have any sense for uh, what this is for? Is this for global depopulation? Is it for war against other nations? Uh, Where do you think the priorities lie?
1: Um, You know, it's a hard one because obviously depopulation is part of the agenda, right? We know that that's what they want to do. I think one of the main things here, too, is control. If you can control the weather, you can ultimately control the food supply. You can control if uh, you do something to another country, use that as a threat against the other country or but I think it boils down to, I mean, what's the motive? I guess that's ultimately what we got to ask. I think power is a motive, and I think depopulation is a motive. And under that banner, if they can hide this information enough, it's depopulation that they can uh, do stealthily. And what I mean by stealthily is there's no 100% link to them. They can blame it on on a natural occurring event And the blame is off the government. The blame is off whoever did it. So that's what I think is the motive there, is to be able to commit high crimes, if you will, crimes internationally or crimes here, and not have any of that physical backing to you unless you actually study some of the information and know about weather warfare, like what we expose.
0: Um. I mean, do
1: you think there's other reasons? I mean, what's your personal take on that one?
0: You know, I've asked myself the same question I just asked you, and I hoped you'd provide an answer that I wasn't able to provide for myself. Um, My sense is it's a two-tiered process, and I'm just speculating, Lisa. I really don't know. But I think, you know, first of all, hey, we got these toys, and we can subjugate the guys who resist us. That's one. The other thing I think is ultimately at the end of the day, we'll see engineered famines, uh, huge natural disasters. where We wipe out a million people there, a million people there. The famine will kill millions. And it's kind of a soft kill sort of situation. Because we know, in fact, I'm going to Steve Quayle's uh, transhumanism conference in two weeks. And we know. We know that they want to reduce the population by ninety percent before they usher in the transhumanism era. So that's my best guess, Lisa. but honestly, I'm just speculating,
1: yeah, yeah, it's it's interesting. and and, I mean, that's why I say a lot of it. I think boils down to having control and wanting that control, because absolute power corrupts absolutely. And a lot of a lot of unfortunately, our leaders and dictators. I mean, you put that kind of power in the hand of like a Mao or a Hitler. You know, that could cause some serious devastation. And uh, so, I, got, I guess. You know, we have to have to take into Deagle's predictions. You know, when you mm-hmm. and I talk about Deagle, or is it Deagle or always- Deagle? Deagle. Deagle. Deagle, (laughs) I always say it wrong, but they, you know, have severely cut our population down in huge chunks. And then there was a report that I think even you talked about where the MIT computer model predicted a dramatic drop in the quality of life around 2020 even, and almost the end of civilization in 2040. So we have not only Georgia Guidestones, we have uh, Deagle predicting it. We have MIT models, you know, talking about this dramatic death drop. Where do they even get this idea from? I mean, that's something that we have to kind of ask ourselves at the front and center. Why the dramatic death drop? Why do they keep predicting, uh, you know, quote unquote, so much death? Do they know a little more than they're letting on? And obviously, they they can do things like control the weather. They have, as I read in the beginning of this report, that DOD, U.S. Department of Defense report, where they specifically talked about creating bioweapons and insects that can destroy crops that's terrifying
0: the bioengineering aspect of it is the most frightening to me in fact I just recently interviewed Sharon and Derek Gilbert now, Sharon is a renowned microbiologist PhD educated and she said and she explained to me in pretty great detail how they can bioengineer viruses now to target specific types so you're absolutely right in what you're saying lisa i've heard this before out of professional circles uh it's the genie's out of the of the bottle if they want to wipe out let me tell you where i'm most worried i'm white you're white And there is a definitive anti-white sentiment. I mean, right now, the New York Times came out with an editorial two days ago in which they said that we are the uh, beneficiaries of white privilege. We are monsters. We need to be dealt with. The IMF has come out. The International Monetary Fund has also come out in support of South African policies to seize white lands by any means necessary, including genocide, So I'm wondering, will we be the victims, the targets of these bioweapons? Do you have any thoughts on that?
1: You know, I like I said that in that DoD report, they admitted that they have bio-specific, ethnic-specific. So, it, in other words, they can target us directly based off, based off of our ethnicity. And and the fact that they're kind of targeting you know white people lately is scary because you know this is that's what we are. Uh, and so, it's you know. That That's the other thing. it's it's bios, they can make it biospecific, and I think that is one of the most terrifying things, especially. When you link that to or tie that to the massive death of holistic doctors, the massive death of just regular doctors that we've seen increasing over the years. Now, the mainstream media won't touch that subject. And some of them are like, oh, that's just a lie. It's just a coincidence. It's not a coincidence. It's a 100% fact uh, what they're doing and, and, and what's been coming across. But it's things like that that... That make it more interesting. Why are all these doctors specifically dying? You know, and in, in, in weird ways. I'm talking murder. I'm talking so, quote unquote suicide, which many of them are not suicidal. When you when you have reports of family members, uh, you know, getting hit by cars, car accidents, and of course you have your heart attacks. But they're freak things, just like we had. Uh, you know, bankers jumping from buildings. Doctors are quote unquote. Drump, uh, jumping from buildings. All of this is linked to something and when you take that together with what we've read in Agenda 21 what we've uh, now Agenda 2030 and we take all these little pieces knowing uh, Daigle knowing uh, you know Georgia Guidestones, knowing how they can control certain things. The overall picture would scare the average person to the hilt and I know there's some stuff that you withhold uh, and even I because some of it is so intense you're like, oh, you know, <laughs> you know it's 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 and if some of it got out, I just I mean how would the world respond? You know what I'm saying? Uh, you, you still there, Dave?
0: I'm still here. I forgot to take off mute here. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay, the travails of live radio anyway, Lisa, well, your question is one. That you're absolutely right. I do withhold things because I'm usually asked to by confidential sources. Dave, get out a pencil. You can report on one, two, and three, but not four, five, and six until somebody else talks about it, then you can tell what you know. I just did such a report as that recently when I wrote about what one of my FBI sources told me with regard to the New Mexico compound. And this person said that Trump was the one who ordered the reinvestigation and the issuing of arrest warrants. Uh, he, this person was adamant that Trump. Trump. Trump wasn't going to let these people get away with it because he suspects it links to the Clinton Foundation, George Soros, etc. And interestingly enough, the next day, Infowars released something similar. Not the same thing, but it was a parallel report, and that was really, really interesting. So I, I find this... When you say that we have to withhold. I was told I could say certain things, but I couldn't say others. But when other reports started to surface, I could tell the whole story, and I did. So you're absolutely correct about that.
1: Yeah, and and a lot of it. it I mean, you when you read through some of these reports, you're like, really? You
0: know, <laughs> you're
1: like, is that really what I'm reading? And you yes. know, it can. It can be absolutely. It's it's. <laughs> It's shocking to say the least. I guess I guess that's it. Especially you know when you know what we know and we've read so many reports. And I think a lot of the times I also get asked the question, well, you know, the government wouldn't release those things unless they really wanted it out. I'm like, well, maybe, but there's like a thousand times ten thousands of documents. If you go on CIAlibrary.gov or FBIvault.gov or you know, there's there's hundreds of thousands of documents to weed through and a lot of the times they're hundred pages or a thousand pages so there are these massive reports so unless you go through them piece by piece bit by bit it's going to be hard to prove that to the average person or unless the average person is going through those files directly because the mainstream media will not use any of that as their actual source they're told not to as you know project mockingbird revealed that the cia worked hand in hand with uh, journalists and reporters, and uh, you know, people within the groups. And we also know um, what's his name? The, in, the former, uh, oh, why am I blanking? The CNN guy, Anderson Cooper. <laughs> He's a pistol, but Anderson Cooper, um, <laughs> yeah, basically, a lot of people, and I believe he works with the CIA because he did the internship admittedly so this is a public thing he was an intern for the CIA and now here he is working as the main person for CNN you remember project mockingbird this makes a lot of sense so at
0: well, least i got even more for you on that uh, do you remember a reporter named amber lyons from cnn
1: amber lyons i Briefly, yes.
0: She was on, oh gosh, I'm dating myself, six, seven years maybe, and uh, she really partnered up with Alex Jones on this particular issue, but uh, she was uh, from Arizona, uh, from Tucson, CNN recruited her, she became one of their top reporters, and she was very, very good at what she did, and then one day she just walked off and said, I'm not doing this anymore. She waited a few months, she surfaced, and she said, the reason I quit CNN is because the CIA. The CIA was paying us to cover some stories and paying us to not cover other stories and she was tired of being stonewalled so she walked away and they tried to discredit her but she kept naming story after story where this was true and there was strong contradictory evidence to what cnn was reporting thus cnn was exposed as a fake news agency
1: wow that's huge and, and you know, there are journalists that still come out every now and again and they get away from that and they reveal it, but they won't, they don't get the public stance that they need to get it out because now we're fighting censorship. Um, we're already fighting shadow banning, which were pushed to the bottom of, of, of the pile. The other day I was Googling a video by name, you know, you it used to, if I plugged in a video by name, like exactly.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, right now go to MyPillow.com backslash Hodges, use the coupon code Hodges to take advantage of these great opportunities. MyPillow.com backslash Hodges, coupon code Hodges.
1: Name that I titled the video, plus my name, Lisa Haven, it would be the first one that comes up, right? Sure. It was always the first one up and I'm like, great. There it is. Easy peasy found it because it's by name. It's title. It should be the top there. Well, now um, I, I've done that and I lose videos. It's not the top one anymore. I have to go through pages upon pages and then I get so frustrated trying to find my own video. I'll, I'll have to go in the back way, you know, through YouTube itself. And plug and log into my channel and plug it in and find it that way. And people, it's hard for people to see this unless they're physically uh, witnessing this for themselves. And so, a lot of the times, I, you know, it's good for us, I guess, to make videos and show people and prove it to the public. And I'm thankful that President Trump is at least bringing some light to this. Uh, he, I don't know if you saw the clip he put out on Twitter of Google and google was advertising um a barack obama state of the union address for year after year after year like under their little signage and then as soon as uh trump got in not once did they advertise you know a state of a union union address done by the president trump (laughs) i'm like thank you at least you noticed you know you, you know it's happening to him personally at least we've got some movement in action on that so uh but all this censorship is making it harder for real information to get out. And the government knows this. That, and it's not, and I, you know, it's divisions within the government. We're fighting uh, these big tech organizations. We're fighting, you know, the globalists. We have the deep state. There's so many different powerhouses. And ultimately, I think they all want to censor us.
0: Well, they they just want us to go away. Uh, in fact, I, I read a poll. Fact, I did a podcast on this on YouTube, as a matter of fact. And I, and I discovered that Apple employees were surveyed. And 72% of them, nearly three in four, said the First Amendment should be repealed.
1: Yeah, I read that. That made my heart drop.
0: It just, well, they know what they're supposed to say because they, they want to keep their job. Yeah. That's that's the bottom line. So, you know, that's, we look at this, we live in an age of, uh, well, let me back up. I was explaining this to a group of uh, young college freshmen the other day. And uh, they asked me, they they know about uh, my presence on YouTube. And so they know I have a dog in the fight and I may not be totally objective. Fair observation. And I told them I had real concerns about First Amendment. And they said, well, these are private platforms and they said that they can put on there whatever they want and I said "Oh, contraire mon frere that's not accurate they're claiming open forum status which means that if I go on there and print naked pictures of kids doing sex acts they can't be held accountable but the moment that they discriminate free speech they lose their open forum status according to FCC and FEC rules and they want it both ways And not only that, they're monopolies, and when they're censoring, they're violating antitrust laws. So we've got them on two particular points. In fact, I'm glad I've been saying this for months. And Alex Jones came out and said this about 10 days ago. And I understand this has reached the desk of the president. Well, he should know the law because he's got more lawyers than God. But what really concerns me here is the people are convinced that these people have the right to censor when they do not. Because, fine, censor us, but then you're not open for them And you have to stand trial if there are illegal postings on your site.
1: So holding them accountable
0: for it. Yeah. Well, you know, where I first learned about this, and then I found out he was right, when Ted Cruz was grilling, I think it was Twitter, uh, gosh, I can't remember who it was Snapchat, and I forget the other one. There were three of them. And Ted Cruz said, are you open forums? They wouldn't answer his question. He said, I'm going to ask you again, and we're going to be here basically until hell freezes over until you answer the question, are you an open forum? Well, yes, we are, is what they finally decided on. But they said, we have community guidelines. And he said, that's a load of crap because you're using the vague community guidelines to censor, so therefore you are not open forum if you're doing this. So this is where people are misinformed, where I had these young adults tell me, that they have the right to do that to you and I said well they don't if they want to remain an open forum
1: so if they an open forum meaning they are or are not susceptible to being sued for our content
0: it's not no it's not that whether they'll be sued what it is you know, they can't monitor everything that comes into their site. The people are going to slip things in, add things after the fact, and they could be like illicit pictures of children. And that could be used against them if they're not open forum because they're responsible for the content of their site. So therefore, when we take a look at this situation, they are claiming open forum status. Well, open forum laws say that you can't censor or discriminate. And that's exactly what they're doing. So are they open forum or not? If they're not open forum, they're liable for every bad post on their site.
1: And that would mean the average person could sue them versus the content creator.
0: What's, uh, that's a little murkier issue. What I'm saying is the federal government can declare them not to be an open forum, so if illicit material is on their site, they could be prosecuted for that material.
1: Now do you think that would help the average person or not?
0: No question. They they want it both ways. They want an open forum and they want a censor, and that's what they're getting away with right now.
1: My that, fear would be if now all of a sudden they're susceptible to being sued for the content on there. Or would you? I guess wouldn't you fear that there would be more censorship on us?
0: No, not at all. And why uh, not? Because, well, first of all, they'd have to forsake their open forum regulations, which they'll never do. There are literally millions, hundreds of millions of posts that go into these social media sites, and there would be some that are going to be illegal, some that are promoting drug deals, some that are promoting pedophilia, and their executives could go to prison. So, no, they, that's it doesn't affect us at all, except it would remove the veil of censorship if the open forum laws were enforced.
1: Which is what we ultimately want, that veil of se- censorship gone. Because if they're going to be open, be open, or go the other route and, and get in trouble, which they're going to, it's going to be, <laughs> they're going to get in trouble. <laughs> it's like by the end of it all. So, yeah, okay. I, 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 I'm I so tired of some of the censorship games that they play. You know, I mean, they do run, run around like they're God. And ultimately, I know that I only use Facebook. I never put anything personal on there. Uh, But right now, I'm only using it as, uh, I guess, a branch to um, get the news out. But I don't even know how much longer I'm going to stay on there. Number one, I'll probably get booted off uh, soon. But number two, I don't even want to be there anymore. uh, Because now they've gone into Chinese-style censorship, as you know. Uh, They've tried to do deals with our banks. And not only this is how they came up with the social score in China. They had the banks, the social media, all of them work together, Apple for these scores. And that's exactly what Facebook is doing, as you've talked about earlier on your broadcast. And I have, too. And I think it's an important point is to remember that Facebook is now putting a trustworthy score on all of us. And I'm like, I don't want to be scored by some fake book book. That That is against everything I politically stand for. So now we have a Chinese-style uh, scoreboard on both of us. And this is why, I don't know if you've switched over to Minds.com or, you know, I, that's the Facebook alternative uh, that I was using, but I'm starting to slowly branch out onto some of these alternatives because it's just not safe uh, in these other outlets anymore.
0: No, I totally agree with you. Um, The problem is, is a lot of people derive substantial income from from participation on the social media sites, and where we really ran into trouble, Lisa, was we put our work on liberally controlled, leftist-controlled platforms, and they were all too willing to make money off of us until we won the election of 2016, and that's when all hell broke loose. Was in early 2017 when the ad apocalypse started on YouTube, and has since spread. Uh, So, they now are in a little bit of a quandary. They allowed us to have a foothold, and they're trying to, let's put it this way, they're not coming through and blatantly wiping everyone's account out at one time. That would draw DOJ response. What they're doing is strike one, strike two, strike three, you violated some rule. Let me give you an example of how vague they are. I had my Google app taken off my website by Google. They wrote me a, a notification and said, you violated our community guidelines procedures. They didn't tell me what I violated. They listed about 50 things it could have been. So I got some help, and we wrote to them and asked for clarification. How can we correct something when you don't even identify what the problem is? Well, here's how bad Google is. They wrote back about a week later, and they said, Well, we've determined that we're going to reinstate your Google app, and yet it's been three days, and I'm still waiting.
1: Yeah, they'll keep you waiting for a long time, too. And the the other thing um, that I want to mention is from the YouTube, and I can't tell you how many YouTubers wake up with zero strikes on their account and then wake up the next day and suddenly you've got three strikes. Bang, bang, bang. You're out. And so there's no warning. There's no heads up. It's just, let's do it all at once and take down your channel. And that's happened to uh, quite a few people I know, some of which have been reinstated, some who have not yet been reinstated. And that's a big problem, especially when that's your financial backing. And it is very hard from experience, from people that I've talked to, to get back up there and rebuild a channel that you spent, I don't know, six, seven, eight, ten 10 years, 20 years building. And here they have these major attack modes and then they deny it which makes it even you know (laughs) more ludicrous but it all boils down to something i guess too that happened in 2017 which kind of made it worse because right after trump got elected he was put in office there january 2017 and that's when david barack put together his uh media matters democracy matters report which you and i both Exposed this back in 2017, right after he did it. But it was at that event he got a hundred of his top donors uh, and met there at the turn uh, in the resort in I think it's Ventura, Florida. But they met there, and it's all by George Soros' money and funded information, and him, Share Blue, and a couple of others uh, put together that report that that. "Quote unquote confidential memo," and that memo has three-pronged attacks for President Trump, including uh, getting at him over and over and over and over over again with any little bitty thing, which they've done. Uh, repeatedly if it's not Russia it's some woman it's has to deal with his past there's always some attack on President Trump it's like they don't even care about the real politics or about the state of the nation it's just Trump attack but also in that report he admits to hiring a hundred thousand and this is something we have to not a, a, a hundreds of thousands a, a, excuse me that's to quote him exactly of people to troll the internet and harass uh, our big tech groups like Facebook, like YouTube, like Google, like Twitter, like, uh, you know, all the other little Spotify, Shopify, all of those to harass them into getting rid of anybody who stands on the right ish. We're not even we're not We're not on. We're not right wing extremists, Dave. You and I are not. And that's something they keep wanting to push us into. No, we just love our country. And they try to make us like, you know, crazy people. No, just because we love our country, uh, we want our First Amendment and Second Amendment, right? And we don't want a global order. We've become the enemy. And we want a prosperous country. We've become the enemy. But in this document, that's exactly who they they tell them to attack. And they specifically mention conservatives, so conservatives are named by name in the Democracy Matters report, but I encourage everybody to read it. It's only like 50 pages at the most, but it's very easy to read because it's um, chunky. And uh, But everything that they talk about in that report is happening now.
0: Well, what's interesting is I had a conversation just along these lines with John B. Wells yesterday of Caravan to Midnight, formerly Coast to Coast AM show host. And John and I were talking about the fact that they're interfering in business relationships, uh, conspiring to inter- interfere with uh, normal transactions between two vendors, which is our advertisers and us, uh, blatant censorship and, and in violation, as I said, of open forum laws. And, and John nailed it. He said what's going to stop them is when we get hundreds of people who band together and do a class action lawsuit, one of us will get outspent by google and their cohorts but if you have tens of thousands or even just thousands of people i think we got a shot To roll this back, but I'll tell you where I think this is headed, Lisa. And I I could be wrong, and and I've second guessed myself on this prediction before. But I think that now that Trump is involved and he's making noise, I think we're going to see the social media giants continue with their behavior until at least the midterm election, hoping they can influence the outcome. And then if they feel Trump is a viable threat, they'll back off and say oh hey we were just kidding so sorry uh we're going to rewrite our community guidelines we're in compliance now of open forum laws blah 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 that's what i'm hoping will happen but i will tell you something else and i have a darker picture here if their intent and if they cannot overthrow the government through stealing the election and in part using social media to do so i think trump's days are numbered And I think, well, let me just put it this way. I wrote an article and said, what would have happened if there had been an independent media at Pearl Harbor at the JFK assassination and if it had been in full effect in 9-11, which it wasn't. We were in our infancy then. History would have had a whole different outcome because we would have broken these stories within days or weeks not decades like the Kennedy assassination. And I think that this is what they want to prevent. If they're going to come at us with false flags after the election, I think they need us out of the way so they can have a clear path like the media did in 1963.
1: And that's, that's you know, here's the thing. If they lose, what the Amer- we need to... Help get all your listeners and my listeners know what's going on. They're very well aware. But we have to wake up the ones who are not aware because they are brainwashed by the media. And listen, if we disappear off the Internet and they get their way, you know, there's going to be, you know, uh, we're going to be pushed so under the radar that it's going to be very hard for our voices to be heard. They'll still be heard at a minor level. But if we disappear, the news and the truth goes underground. It's not going to be as available as it is, not going to be out there as it is right now. And the fact is, people are going to lose their First and Second Amendment right days after that happens, because a lot of them are uneducated, not not our listeners, but a lot of others out there are uneducated and just kind of.
0: MyDigitalMoney.com is really where you want to go to have a safe place to invest. You have enough to worry about. Let us help you set it up and you'll be extremely happy with our service.
1: I've given to the masses like uh, the government is the good guy all the time. and It's just not true if you look at history, way more bad than good. Uh, but if we go, so goes our first amendment right. It's going to be very hard to revive the First Amendment right when it's taken from our country. So if we don't fight now and stand against the information war that's in front of us uh, through ballot box, through everything, and do the best that we can to get it out, we're going to lose it for our generations, the next generation and the next generation, and it's going to be harder by the minute to get it back.
0: Well, there's another aspect of this, too. When I was speaking to those same uh, aforementioned students... I said that about 80% of you, and those people under the age of 45, get their news from digital sources. So I said, we'll always have the right to stand on the street corner, probably, and espouse our views, at least in the near term. I said... But since we communicate news digitally, newspapers are dead, TV news is almost going into extinction, I said the real news, the real information is being spread digitally, and if the social media giants are, are able and successful in suppressing free speech, we no longer have a First Amendment. So, Lisa, I would submit to you that the First Amendment is already on life support, and Once we lose the First Amendment, we won't be able to organize or communicate that well to save the Second Amendment, and when they take the guns, that's open season for genocide because that's what history teaches us.
1: I agree 100%, 110%. And that's the other thing. It is on life support right now. That's what, uh, uh, like, I I met a lady the other day. I was talking to her in passing. She was uh, at my hair salon And we were just having a conversation, and I'm like, yeah, I I do, you know, I'm an alternative media, and she kind of got into that, and uh, I'm like, yeah, because the mainstream media doesn't say the truth, They, they manipulate things, they lie, and of course, yeah, they do, you know, everybody has the same answer, and then I went to tell her it's hard because we have to fight these liars who, you know, uh, you know, pay groups like I'm referencing media matters, they go in pay groups to censor us to push us down. So I told her some of the things that I was experiencing as an alternative media reporter, she goes, wow, I never heard of that. I didn't know it was that it's that bad. And so most of them have no idea how bad we're fighting for our first amendment right right now, even our second, because I think they go hand in hand, that uh, we're fighting for it. But she's like, "Wow, well, I didn't realize it was that level. Like, it's really that bad. I thought we were making headway. And uh, with President Trump, I didn't realize what's all going on because the mainstream media doesn't bring it up. They pretend it doesn't exist because they're part of the reason it's there. They're paying Media Matters being one and multiple others, CNN. They're the ones harassing a lot of uh, the big tech companies and attempting to silence us because we're taking people from them because people are sick of hearing fake truth. When they actually get on and hear our channel, once you once you go alternative media, you never go back You know, The mainstream media. If there's just too So much truth. And, and that's for the average person. Once you get them listening to somebody, you, me, Infowars, D- Drudge Report, you know, whoever they want to listen to, uh, John B. Wells, whoever it is, get out there and listen to those alternative news sources. You won't go back because then you find out how much you've been lied to. Yeah, so, no kidding, <laughs> kidding. Yeah, and that's why they're attempting so bad. And that's the advice I gave the woman. I'm like, just don't listen to the mainstream media. Go find some alternative source. And I think that's what I want to encourage too and if they take our money from us too as well then that's going to be hard to go out into the public and share news when you also have you know a full time job it gets harder so that's another way that they're attempting to pull out our pockets too
0: oh yeah Uh, even wordpress is taking away websites now I, I was stunned when I saw that just it's it never ends bank accounts are being frozen uh the people over at noble gold i was talking to one of their assistant directors the other day he says we have nothing that we've ever done wrong in fact when we had our bank account frozen he said we called the local district attorney and he said you guys have done nothing wrong you've got a great rating i checked the business bureau but their bank won't even work with them they said suspected fraud we've closed your account down and it's because they're conservative and because they're working against the interests of the Federal Reserve by selling gold as opposed to promoting fiat currency in the dollar. Lisa, we are out of time, my friend. I I want to give you a, a, a few seconds here to talk about how people can follow your good work.
1: Yeah, um, if they want to check me out, they can do that on lisahaven.news, and you guys can um, check me out there, or you can just plug in Lisa Haven, and I come up on YouTube there.
0: Yeah, exactly, and you got some of the best work that's out there. I encourage uh, my audience to really get out and follow Lisa and to support her work. Lisa, thanks for joining us. I look forward to having you back on again.
1: Thanks again for having me.